And I'm Brad. Bye. 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 No, don't, don't, not bye. Don't turn off yet. Oh, yeah, okay. What's been going on? How's your week? Today's Saturday. Today's Saturday. Woo-hoo. How was your week at school? Oh, it was pretty good. It was pretty good. Yeah? What you been up to? Uh, not much. Just playing video games. Got a Twitch account. Yeah, so we signed... Each of us signed up for Twitch on our Twitch account. We each have our own Twitch account. We're going to try to stream Madden and Fortnite. And but La- you, you've been... Last of Us too. And Last of Us too. when for it comes you. out. For you. Not me. Not me. Yeah, I'm definitely going to be streaming that when I get it in the mail. Start playing it the day it comes out. Hopefully, but we've been having some issues. So tell me yes. what tell me what's going on because I haven't tried streaming yet, but you have. So what's going yeah, on? Yeah, I've been streaming a lot lately. In fact, today I've done two streams: one in the morning, one about fifteen minutes ago, and um, they're both Madden. So I got this new headset in the mail, of course, because my old headset wasn't working for the PS4. So we got a new headset, of course. It would seem to be working fine. And then when I watch back on my streams, I can't hear me. I can only hear the commentators. I can only hear You can only hear the game. I can only hear Brandon and James. I think it's James. I don't know. Oh, so you can hear your friends. No, those are the commentators in Madden. Oh, okay. So you can hear hear the game on your live stream, but you can't hear... Yourself. Yeah. But your friends can hear you on the headset. Yeah, it's completely fine except for when I do Twitch streams. Well, anything works except when you watch the Twitch stream because you said that you might have heard it when you were watching it when I was doing the stream. Yeah, Yeah. I was watching it live, but I was downstairs, so I don't know if I heard you talking upstairs or if if I heard your voice over the computer. Yeah, so... It was kind of an empty room and house about five minutes ago. So I watched it back, and then I'm like, I can't hear myself. I can only hear the commentators in the game. So one thing that I want you to... You've only tried it with Madden, right? Uh, with Since you got the headset. Yeah, since I got the headset, I've only done it with Madden. So maybe it's the game. Maybe it's the game because before you even set up the Twitch account, I was reading how... Is sometimes you have problems streaming stuff that's been copyrighted and there's a lot of copyrighted games, a lot of copyrighted voices on Madden. So I've heard that there are some audio difficulties with that. So maybe let's try a different game. Oh, or maybe I can just not do any audio. Maybe. I mean, all the other Madden stuff, like all the other Madden streams I've been watching, um, they... It's modes where there's not commentators, and it's been working fine. So I guess it is just the commentators that may, that make it like that. So you can turn that off in the game? Uh, I think so. So if, if I can't do that, then I'll just turn off the whole audio. So the Madden streamers that you watch, they don't have the commentators playing? Yeah, because all the Madden streamers I, I watch are doing Ultimate Team, but I can't do that anymore because my PlayStation Plus ran out. So that's what they're, that's what they're all doing. Okay. So I guess it's just the commentators. Okay, so we'll try that. We'll mess around with it. Once we get Twitch figured out and the live stream figured out, we're definitely going to ask y'all to join us live. Now that we have Twitch and that Fortnite has split screen, we can both be playing Fortnite at the same time, and I think that'll be a lot of fun to stream and have people watch us mm. play Fortnite together yeah. and play Madden together, too, yeah. of course. Speaking of Fortnite, what's your highest uh, place again that you got? I, you got. I remember I played on your account. I've, I've got in... I got 16th, I think. 16th? That's good. 
Okay, the highest I've got in solo is third, and on your account, a couple days ago, I got fourth. Wait, why are you on my account? Remember when I was with you, and I'm like, hot? Oh, I thought you meant it since then, so you're just no. trying to level me up. Yeah, I was leveling you up. I haven't played on your account since well, you, I didn't play on mine. You gotta let me build up my own stuff, man. Well, sorry, you said I could that day. <laughs> yeah, that's like, fine. I mean, I got fourth place. Well, I appreciate that. Did you level me up any? Uh, like two levels. So I'm like a six now? Seven, maybe. Seven? Nice. I mean, I can link your account to a computer sometime, so I'm playing up there and you're playing down there. Okay, I might okay, do that. Okay, well, let's get into the actual episode now. Okay, so another game that we played recently together is one that you've been begging me to play, Mortal Kombat 11. Mm -hmm. So what did you think of it? I think it was a really fun game. The story mode, I liked the story, just I feel like well, it continued from Pat. It continued from past Mortal Kombat's, so I didn't really understand it much because the first Mortal Kombat I played was 11, and then at the National Video Game Museum, I played it on the arcade, and it was like Mortal Kombat 2, so right. like, there wasn't a story. Right. Actually, there is a storyline that goes through 11 of the games about how Mortal Kombat came to be and why all the fighters are fighting and mm -hmm. all the different realms that are represented and everything. Oh, I know it's Earthrealm and Netherrealm. Right, exactly. What I like playing about Mortal Kombat 11, it's been a long time since I played a Mortal Kombat game. Mm -hmm. And it just made me nostalgic of all the old Mortal Kombat games that I've played because I've been playing them since they first came out. And so I thought it'd be fun to kind of just talk about the history of Mortal Kombat on this episode so I can kind of school you up so you know what's going on. You down for that? Sure. I mean, I've only played two games. I skipped the first one, played the second one, skipped all of the other ones, and played the 11th one. So, yeah. So, okay, so when Mortal Kombat first came out, and when did it come out? In 1992. It came out in 1992. I don't think you understand just what a big deal it was oh i do that. i mean it was a def i hate to use the word game changer because i feel like that's getting thrown around a lot but this back in 1992 mortal kombat was a definite game changer mm -hmm. in the video game industry like it was the first game ever to have filmed actors as the people Exactly. So that was a big game changer. That was a big game changer. You didn't have hand-drawn or computer-generated images. You had actual digitized images of real people doing real martial arts moves. It's taken a long time. Yeah, I bet it did take a long time. They record every possible thing. Mm-hmm. And also, uh, the most violent game before that was Street Fighter. Which, yeah, which isn't too violent. Which isn't very violent at all. So when Mortal Kombat came out with its all its blood and its fatalities and the punches being landed, I mean, everybody was super taken back like, whoa, what is going on with this game? Parents didn't want their kids playing it. It was actually banned in some countries. Mortal Kombat is actually still banned in a lot of countries. Wow. I don't know if you knew that. And I remember the first time I saw a kid do a fatality, I was blown away. My mind was blown. I thought it was the coolest thing that I'd ever seen. And doing fatalities back then isn't like you do fatalities now in Mortal Kombat. Because now in Mortal Kombat, you can look up fatalities on Google. You can actually show you on the game what, yeah. what buttons to press. I think I know what 
the fatality is like back in the 90s and early 2000s. What's that? Was it like where you just had open shots where you just like rapidly punched and kicked them? No, there's there were some fatalities where you would uppercut somebody and they would fall off a bridge and into a bed of spikes. There was another one where you like rip somebody's spine out. That was the one that really got people going. So there were a lot of different fatalities. I mean, they weren't nearly as gruesome as the ones that you can pull off now. Yeah. But there there were some pretty graphic ones back then in the first one. And Mortal Kombat, the very first Mortal Kombat, was so was so violent and so unlike any other video game at the time that it actually sparked an outcry for video rating system. So you know how now we have video games that are rated E, E10, uh, no, was it Teen? It's not, it's not E10. Oh, yeah, there is E10, and then there's Teen, and then there's M, and then there's A, and before that, there's, and before the E, there's AE. Okay. For education. So before Mortal Kombat, there were no video game ratings. Mm-hmm. Because everybody thought, oh, it's a video game. Yeah, a kid can play it. But now, after Mortal Kombat, everybody was like, whoa, maybe there's some stuff that kids shouldn't play. Uh, yeah, I agree. There's some stuff. I get the ratings now. Like, it's just, like back then, it's just a video game. The 1992, everyone's like, uh, let's start reading video games. Because, I mean, there's a lot of stuff out there. I'm not going <laughs> to... So, the biggest thing with Mortal Kombat is that it's, it has the fatalities in it, which is a finishing move for the victor over the loser to, to finish them off. And yeah, the, the fatalities in the first Mortal Kombat pretty much sparked the outcry for a video game rating system. And what was funny is that in Mortal Kombat 2, it had fatalities too, but because of the outcry of the violent content in the first Mortal Kombat, Mortal Kombat 2 had two additional finishing moves called friendships, which were hilarious. You can actually blow a kiss at somebody or give them a bouquet of flowers or hand them a chocolate or give them a hug. Wow. I mean, it was funny. And then they also had, uh, I'm not sure if I'm saying this right, babalities, which is hilarious. You can actually just turn your opponent into a baby. And they have like a little pacifier and they let out this cute little boo cute little goo goo gaga and the game was over (laughs) so that was pretty funny some other things that they did that was pretty pretty cool after that as far as fatalities ago in uh, mortal kombat 3 they had this thing called animalities which was really cool but it only lasted for that one game and in that game whenever they would go finish him you could actually grant the other person mercy which would give them some more of their health back. Not all of it, but maybe like half. And then you would still fight them. And if you beat them again, then you can do a fatality where you turn into this giant animal, like a bear or a leopard or a lion or something. And and then you could finish the person off. That's crazy. That is crazy. We might, I don't know if you, no, we can't play that on PS4. I don't think Of course not. That was made in like early 2000s. Yeah, but they've been doing a lot of remakes and a lot of re-releases. I, 
I need to see if they've re-released any other Mortal Kombat games for the PS4, because that is definitely one that I would like to see redone. Well, I mean, there have been a lot of spin-offs, so... Mm -hmm. Mortal Kombat Armageddon had the create a fatality feature, where you could create your own fatality out of out of a menu of certain moves, and you can kind of create your own combos to create your own fatalities. So that was pretty cool. And then the Mortal Kombat Deception had the Harakiri, and I remember that one very well. In Mortal Kombat Armageddon, you can actually do a self-fatality on yourself if you were the loser. And so what would happen is you were playing somebody, and let's say I was playing you, and you beat me. That's you, more realistic. That Yeah, that's kind of realistic. You would have, you would try to do your fatality, and at the same time, I was trying to do my self-fatality, and it'd be a race to see who could do it first. Okay. So, that was pretty cool. So, you could, like, do a fatality on yourself? Yeah. Like, you do the fatality on yourself, like, punching yourself in the face, kind of? Yeah, you know how, like, Kung Lao has his razor hat? Yeah. You would, like, throw the razor hat, and it would come back on you, that kind of thing. Oh, okay. That, that makes sense, kind of. Yeah. So that was crazy. That was a lot of fun. That that took the game up to a whole new level. But the thing about fatalities, I mean, now fatalities are everywhere. You can Google them. You can look them up. They're in the game menu. When you press the options menu to see what buttons you need to push, you can actually see what buttons you need to push to do a fatality. When the first Mortal Kombat came out, none of that stuff was available. You know how you found out how to do a fatality? How? You had to ask somebody who knew how to do it. Wow. I mean, that was the only way. I remember hanging out in an arcade, and there were kids that were there like hours and hours and hours just feeding quarters into Mortal Kombat, figuring out fatalities. And you would just be hanging around around them, watching them, and you're like, oh, how'd you do that? And they're like, give me a quarter to pay for my next game, and I'll show you how I did that. And that's how you learned a fatality. Okay. I remember one time... This kid, like, wouldn't tell anybody a fatality for anything. And we were at the mall, and I bought him a pretzel to show me a Johnny Cage fatality. And that's how I learned a Johnny Cage fatality for the first Mortal Kombat. Wow. I mean, that's how big of a secret it was. And then I think by the time Mortal Kombat 2 or 3 came out, they had these big books. They're, they're like two or three inches thick that you can get at, like, Walmart. And they had like every secret code for every video game. And when 2 and 3 of Mortal Kombat came out, they had all the fatalities of Mortal Kombat listed in these books. And the books cost like $24, $25. Nobody was going to spend $24, $25 on a book. So what we would do when we were kids, we would go to Walmart with a pen and a piece of paper, find the fatalities, and write them down on a pen and piece of paper and Smart. take them home. Yeah. I guess that's why some stores now, they like put it in the wrapping plastic on books. Yeah, or put it behind the shelf. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we would just write down the moves on a piece of paper and not buy the book. That's smart. Yeah. There's, I know this is Mortal Kombat 11, but there have actually been a lot more games than 11. Yeah, because that's just the main storyline. There's been other Mortal Kombat games that are just like regular fighting. Right, so in total there's been 24 Mortal Kombat games, believe it or not. 11 for the main story arc and 13 spinoff games. Yep. Uh, most of the spinoff games aren't very good. 
There is one that was, uh, I forget what it's called, but it focused mainly on Sub-Zero. Because uh, Sub-Zero is uh, one of the most famous characters in Mortal Kombat. Yeah, he's really good. He is really good. He has the best. He has the ice powers. He has the best everything. Mm -hmm. So it was a story arc around just him. Uh, there's Mortal Kombat versus the DC Universe which was actually pretty cool. So you can be like Liu Kang fighting Batman. That would be a really good fight. Yeah. They did, they did some pretty interesting things. In fact, with Mortal Kombat 11, you can actually buy the Joker and have him as one of your players. Yeah, I think that uh, Mortal Kombat and DC kind of teamed up for that first game. Then they've been adding little specs along the way because in Mortal Kombat 11, there's the Joker mm -hmm. outfit that you can buy. Right. All that cool stuff. Yeah, so speaking of uh, DC, there's been Warner Brothers actually owns the property of Mortal Kombat, mm -hmm. which is why they were able to do Mortal Kombat versus the DC Universe. Back in 95, Mortal Kombat the movie came out, and it was a huge worldwide hit. Everybody loved that movie. Everybody loved the soundtrack. It had this really cool techno soundtrack. Have you heard that Mortal Kombat song? Probably not, but I like any techno music. Well, you're going to like this. I'll pull it up for you on uh, on YouTube or something. But basically, it's this guy going, Mortal Kombat. <laughs> it's actually pretty fun. And then it has like quotes from the movie, get over here, you know, which is what Scorpion says whenever he throws his spear. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm going to have to pull that up. We're going to have to watch that movie, actually. I think you'd really like that movie a lot. Mortal Kombat was a big hit in 1995. Mortal Kombat Annihilation that came out two years later was a complete and utter disappointment. It flopped so hard. For some reason, they brought in all new actors they had this totally cheesy storyline. They had awful, terrible special effects. It was just a terrible movie. The first Mortal Kombat made like $190 million, which is a lot for 1997, 1995. Mm -hmm. Mortal Kombat Annihilation made like $30 million. Because it was so terrible and horrible. And because wow. of that, they didn't make another Mortal Kombat movie because that one failed so hard. We'll watch it just for fun so you can see how it is, but you definitely need to see the first movie. Yeah. Now, in 2010, they did a short film called Mortal Kombat Rebirth, which you can find on YouTube. And Mortal Kombat Rebirth was actually pretty good. I think it was only like a 20, 30 minute short film. But Warner Brothers liked it so much that they decided to make a new Mortal Kombat movie based on Rebirth. And so that was slated to come out in 2012, but they couldn't get the budget under control. They just kept spending more and more and more money on it. And finally, Warner Brothers was like, this is costing us way too much money. We're going to stop and cut our losses. Fortunately, that Mortal Kombat movie did not get made. What happened was the same guy that made the Mortal Kombat Rebirth film made... Uh, a Mortal Kombat television series that you can also find on YouTube. Of course. You can find anything on YouTube. I say television series because actually each episode is only about 10 or 12 minutes long and maybe 10 minutes of those 12 minutes is just fighting. There's like very little story at all. It's mainly just watching a kung fu movie. But it's still worth checking out. But what I'm most excited about is that they've just finished rapping, just finished filming a new Mortal Kombat movie. Mm -hmm. 
that's going to be an awesome movie. I mean, they don't really have a lot of stuff revealed about it, but if it's a Mortal Kombat movie and it's going to come out in 2021, everybody knows it's going to be a good movie. First of all, it's Mortal Kombat. You can't go wrong with some Mortal Kombat in a movie. It's going to be epic, a lot of fighting scenes, especially because of there's new characters that started mm -hmm. uh, a little after the movies. So I think so. it's cool to have those characters like Cassie Cage in the movie, and it's 2021, so there's going to be a lot of great special effects too. Yeah, I'm definitely looking forward to the new Mortal Kombat movie. They just finished filming it in South Africa, I believe. And so it's in post-production right now. It's going to come out in 2021. So we're going to be there. We're going to watch it. As long as it's not rated R. Yeah. Which it could be. It probably will be because of all the fatalities. But, I mean, they do want kids to come see it. They know kids love the video games. So mm -hmm. maybe they'll make it PG-13. We'll see. So, in other movie news, I got some new Marvel rumors for you. More? You've had that every video since, every episode since before Second Sister Soldier. Hey, I cannot get enough of these Marvel rumors. I like to keep up with the Marvel news. I like yeah, to see what people are talking about. That much? I mean... Yes, that much. I'm looking forward to what this next phase of the MCU is going to have, and so I want to keep up with it. Yeah. So one, and most of these new rumors have to deal with the Fox characters that Marvel has bought or that Disney has bought. So they didn't have access to the X-Men or the Fantastic Four or any of those properties before now when they recently bought Fox. So some of these rumors, they may be true, they may be not true, but if they are true, I think it would just be fantastic. Uh, one rumor is that the bad guy in Doctor Strange, the Multiverse of Madness, is going to be Doctor Doom, who okay. was who was the bad guy in the Fantastic Four movies, and which I think is a great idea. Doctor E, Doctor Evil, not Doctor Evil. That's from Austin Powers. What? Uh, you don't even want to know about Austin Powers. You're way not old enough for that. But Doctor Doom is like the most evil, most brilliant villain in all of Marvel Comics. So to have him join the MCU is definitely going to be a step in the right direction. They can do a lot with that character. And another rumor that I've heard is that in Thor Love and Thunder, they're going to introduce the Silver Surfer. Really? The Silver Surfer in Love and Thunder? That would be great. That would be cool, but I don't think... Thor and Silver Surfer, that doesn't fit. I don't think that fits together in one movie. Well, here's the thing, though. If they introduce Silver Surfer, you can't have Silver Surfer without Galactus. Oh. So maybe Galactus is going to be the big threat coming to Earth, coming to destroy Earth. And Silver Surfer is his herald coming to warn everybody. Yeah. So that would be phenomenal if we got to see Silver Surfer and Galactus in the Marvel Universe. I can see the Marvel Universe building up to something where they all have to battle Galactus in the same way that they all had to battle Thanos in Endgame. Mm. So I can definitely see that as the next phase. Speaking of uh, Thanos and Galactus, I'm starting to have a feeling that Galactus is Thanos' boss, kind of. Like you think how, so? Like how 
and the uh, original Avengers movie mm-hmm. in t- 2012, I think. Um, Loki worked for Thanos, so I think in this situation, it could be uh, Thanos as the Loki and Galactus as the Thanos. That could be it. I mean, you never know what kind of uh, hidden agenda that they have. We're going to learn more about Thanos with the Eternals movie because the Eternals had a lot to do with Thanos' origin. Yeah, and because they're the same species as Thanos. Exactly. So I think we're going to learn a lot more about Thanos uh, with the Eternal movie that's coming out. All right, so we're going to take a break here. We're going to come back. We're going to play the 11 game, and we're going to talk about the Pro Bowl and the Super Bowl. So stick around. Hi, this is Sawyer from Just Play the Games. I wanted to invite you to our new website, JustPlayTheGames.com. We have a wide selection of hoodies, t-shirts, collectibles, toys, and more with free shipping within the U.S. Use discount code GAMES for 10% off all of your t-shirts and hoodies. That's discount code GAMES at JustPlayTheGames.com. See you soon. And we're back. Yay. And we're going to play the 11 game. Uh, do you want to tell everybody how 11 works? The 11 game. So we count. So the first person counts to 1 through 11. Then after that, the second person says, I'll change whatever number to like chair or something. And then they count. Like if they change 2 to chair, then they, then they would say 1 chair, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11. And then people keep doing that with different numbers. You just keep adding. And, you until just somebody keep re- forgets. Yeah, you just keep replacing letter. You just keep replacing numbers with words until somebody forgets or loses track, and then you have your winner. All right. So you want to go first? Sure. You need a nap? No. Okay. All right. So you count. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven. There you go. Good job. Easy. All right. I'm going to replace the number two with banana. So one banana, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven. I'm going to change the number seven to. Come on, man. Light bulb. Light bulb, okay. One banana, three, four, five, six, light bulb, eight, nine, ten, eleven. I'm going to change the number eleven to stool. Okay. One banana, three, four, five, six, light bulb, eight, nine, ten, stool. Okay, uh, I'm going to change the number five to magnet. Okay. One banana, three, four, magnet, six, light bulb, eight, nine, ten, stool. I'm going to change the number nine to marker. So one banana, three, four, five... Remember, I changed five to magnet. Oh, uh, okay. All right, so you won. Do you want to play again, or do you want to do, talk do. some football? Are you doing do, your do, okay? Do, well, do, do, okay, do. tell me when you're done doing your little celebration dance there. Go first. Looking like Antonio Jones. Who's Antonio Jones? Isn't that the receiver? Who's the receiver? Do you mean Julio Jones or Antonio he, Brown? Both of them. Okay. I mean both. Are, Aren't they brothers? What? <laughs> no. What kind of world do you live in? I got Julio Jones and Antonio Brown confused in my head. 
How? I don't know. They both do crazy dances when they win, don't they? Antonio Brown does. Julio Jones, he's just fast. All right, so I'm going first this time? Yeah. All right, 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11. I'm going to change the number 1 to basketball. 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 Oh. oh, you do it. Yeah, basketball, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 10, 11. I'm going to change the number 8 to Mustang. So basketball, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, Mustang, 9, 10, 11. Okay, I'm going to change the number 5 to banana. Okay. Uh, not very much of a mix up there. Okay. Okay, basketball, 2, 3, 4, banana, 6, 7, Mustang, 9, 10, 11. Okay. Ooh, that was close. I'm going to change the number 11 to imagination. Okay. So, basketball, 2, 3, 4, 5, Six. Remember? I changed five to banana. I thought seven was banana. No. Okay. All right. You want... I can't... I'm no good at this game. I don't know yeah. why I wanted to play it. I'm terrible at it. I mean, both times you lost because you said five instead of a different... Instead of a different thing. All right. You won. Are you going to do your little Antonio Jones dance again? Or Julio Brown? And just so you know, that dance... Is the default dance from Fortnite. That's the default dance? Yeah. Okay. Nice. But there's a lot of different music things, especially in season one, but now there's only two. Too bad people couldn't see that. Maybe we should do that and put it on YouTube. No. Uh, that'd be awesome. Yeah. All right, you ready to talk some football? Chiefs gonna win the Super Bowl and everybody knows it. I okay, so let's talk about let's talk about the Super Bowl. What do you think the final score is gonna be? What's your prediction? Oh, definitely thirty-five to seventeen Chiefs. You think it's gonna be that big? Thirty-five to seventeen Chiefs, no I, doubt. I think it is gonna be a high scoring game. Yeah. I think but I think the 49ers are gonna put up more points than seventeen. I'm gonna say something like thirty-eight thirty-five. I say the Chiefs by field goal. No and that way. E and that each team is going to score over 20. Each team's going to score... Yeah, ah. each team's going to score over 20, and the Chiefs are going to win by a field goal. Sure. Because... Might, well, actually, might not be that close, because the 49ers have a pretty decent running game, and the Chiefs aren't that great at stopping the run. Yeah. But, also, Tevin Coleman is injured, I believe, so... Oh, really? So, that... So, the five best running backs in the Super Bowl, the fourth best is injured. And they're pretty good. He's a pretty good one for mm -hmm. the Niners. Yeah, everybody talks about how good the 49ers defense is. And everybody talks about how great... When everybody talks about the Chiefs, they talk about the Chiefs offense. But people are overlooking the great Chiefs defense as well. Yeah, I mean, they have amazing players, especially Chris Jones, a big player on the defense. Crush... Cheats the pocket like plastic, just crushes it. Mm -hmm. I think that's what the defensive line does a lot for the Chiefs. Just like crushes the pocket, traps traps the quarterback, stops a good run every now and then. Yeah. Well, every now and then they'll get a tackle for loss. The runs usually go for six, usually. 
in my opinion, on what I've seen. Mm -hmm. So I think they could definitely do a little better job on stopping the run. Is that guy on the Chiefs, Matthew? His last oh, name is Matthew? Yeah. Ty Tyron Matthew. Tyron Matthew, he he's is he's monster. just a little speedball. He's all over the place. He's, yeah. He's doing everything from covering long passes to getting sacks. I mean, he's all over that football field. He got an interception in the championship. Yeah. So. He is one of the best safeties in the league. I but agree. But falls short to Earl Thomas. You think Earl Thomas is better? Earl Thomas is better, not by a lot. But, yeah, he's still good. So who is who else is on the Chiefs line? Is it is it Frank Clark? Frank Clark, yes. Yeah. Frank Clark, no doubt. He can he can stop a run. That's a guy who can stop a run. Yeah, they're going to be running it away from him, though, I believe. Yeah, definitely away. But they have two great defensive ends. Chris Jones and uh, Frank Clark are both defensive ends, and they go they can go outside, and they're really good tacklers, so they're probably going to run it to the inside most of the time. You think they're going to run it like straight up the middle, right up the A-gap? No. Probably about the B gap, but definitely not outside the C gap. Okay. I mean, B gap at most, if Chris Jones or Frank Clark aren't out there or they're in a different position, like in the defensive tackle, mm -hmm. then they might run it to the outside. But, I mean, those two defensive ends um, are just right past their guy. To the Sometimes they go to the outside on outside runs, and it's pretty smart, so they can put keep the run inside um, to the B gap at most, so okay. they can get to the rest of the people where they are, stuff outside, and everybody's like clamped inside the field. Man, I like that in-depth analysis. Good job, buddy. You've been thinking a lot about this, haven't you? Yeah. Also, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, that's good. We'll see how it goes. So. The big games tomorrow, we're going to be eating a lot of pizza rolls, watching the game. You know, every year around this time, there is this big petition sent out where people want the Monday after the Super Bowl to be a national holiday. Yeah, Super Monday. I even asked my uh, homeroom teacher, like, can we get Super Monday off, please? <laughs> you did? Yeah. What did he say? He said no. I mean, because the game comes on, what, at 6 o'clock, 7 o'clock? Uh, in our time, it's 5.30, and it, lasts, and it lasts like three hours, not including the timeouts and out-of-bounds and incompletions. Yeah, so you might be able to watch it all. You might not. Because yeah. you do have to get up early in the morning, and don't you have a test next week? You have a test on Tuesday. Yeah. So you can, I don't know, we'll see how long it's taken by the time bedtime rolls around. Okay. All right, so we're going to work on Twitch. We're going to watch the Super Bowl. We're going to discuss the Super Bowl a lot next week. And uh, thank you, everybody, for listening and for supporting us. Don't forget to go to JustPlayTheGames.com <laughs> JustPlayTheGames.com and check out what we have for you there. And uh, until then... Wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, until then, just play the games. <laughs> And we'll see you after the Chiefs win 35 to 17. Later. Bye. Bye.